presented by Sonos. Experience powerful sound made easy at Sonos.com before the power goes out. Hello, listeners. Be advised, this show uses immersive audio. It may seem like sounds are coming from around or behind you. Please use caution when operating a motor vehicle. This episode contains violent situations that might not be appropriate for all listeners. I told you not to go, Simon. (laughs) What am I supposed to do now? Hey. Hey. Just checking on you. I'm okay. Three weeks. (laughs) Feels like three hours. I never asked him where he wanted to be buried. It's not a question you expect to ask at 39. I know. Believe me, I know. How are the kids? Quiet. Sad. I don't exactly know how we're supposed to be. However you feel is how you're supposed to be. You picked a beautiful spot for him. He can see the ocean whenever he wants. Yeah, but does he deserve it? What do you mean? This is his tape recorder. He carried it everywhere with him. I just wanted to know what he was thinking, what he was feeling. So it's day 135 today. We've been stuck in this house for at least three weeks. I guess Hunter's had that cough for at least six days or so. It's terrifying when your children get sick. Your kids are supposed to be stronger than you, and when they're not, it's debilitating. I'm losing it just a little bit. I had a dream last night. I left. I just packed up my snowmobile. I left my family behind, and it felt good. It's freeing. I spent this whole day fantasizing about it, about how easy it would be to just leave. I even packed up the snowmobile. I was ready. What does that mean? Maybe Hunter is not the only one who's sick. Maybe I am too, in my own way. Blackout Season 2 is presented by Sonos, starring Rami Malek and Asia Naomi King. Created by Scott Conroy. Written by Jeremy Novick. Directed by Stephanie Abel Horowitz and Jeremy Novick. Carla. I'm so sorry. He wanted to leave us, Red. He wanted to abandon us here in this goddamn house. I mean, what do I do with that? Wait, you you don't know what he meant at the time, how he how he felt. He- I do! It's right here! In his voice! Isn't it? Have the kids heard it? Of course not. 
he'll always be their hero. But I know. I'll always know. How can someone want that, Ren? How can someone leave everything they love behind? I know how. You guys grew up here? A couple streets over, but yeah. This is Chelsea. Were all the windows boarded up before the blackout or after? Unclear. Mom, how come you never brought us here before? Not a lot of great memories here. Stop where you are and identify yourself. Just stay still and stay quiet. It's Danny Murphy and Ren Foster. We're looking for Kellen. Ren? Everyone, put your guns down. Put them down, now. Ren, is really you? Hi, Dad. My God, it's good to see you. Oh, come here, let me give you a hug. Dad, uh, I'm not much of a hugger, remember? Uh, right, <laughs> that's okay, <laughs> sorry. Danny, how are you, son? Not bad, Kellen, considering. My goodness. Are these really my grandkids? Oh, so big already. Oh, Lana, the last time I saw you, you just about fit in one of my hands. Hi, Grandpa. And you must be Tyler. I'm sorry we haven't met, but I look forward to getting to know you now. Hey, me too. What do I call you anyway? Grandpa? Pops? G-Pa? <laughs> Grandpa's just fine. Well, Dad, actually, we're just passing through, kind of. Of course. <laughs> of course. You, you must have came here for a reason. What do you need? We need help. We were down in the north end at some refugee zone. Yeah, the cops just went crazy and they were like... They didn't go crazy, it just... We couldn't stay there. We need a place to stay. Temporarily. Of course. I'm sure we got room. Thank you, Kellen. Family takes care of each other. Welcome home. Mom, I don't know what you're so upset about. This place looks fine to me. Yeah, we get our own rooms. Faucet works. And their psycho cop boyfriends. Yeah, I'm gonna need more on that later, by the way. Oh, don't worry. I'll fill you in. Just don't get too comfortable, okay? It's not permanent. Nothing with my dad ever is. What is this thing with you and Grandpa about? How come I've never met him? He, he seems nice enough. You can't trust anything with him. You understand? People do change, right? Not people like him.
Ren, over here. Good morning, Mrs. Foster. You guys are up early. I had to catch the worm. You guys, breakfast is awesome. <laughs> Chew, Tyler. Where's Lana? Still sleeping. Of course she is. Kellen's looking for you. And why would I talk to him? Because he's your father, Ren. Can't ignore him forever. Sweet pea. Please don't call me that. Oh, sorry. You know, old habits. You hungry? No, thanks. Dad, I don't think you should be wasting food like this. Hey, we got plenty. <sighs> For now, but look, you don't understand. The power isn't it's coming. It's not coming back on, I know. <laughs> President's about to give some big announcement about national security. The power goes out. No army, no police. Nobody comes to help. <laughs> Ain't no regular blackout. The minute this went down, we had all the supermarkets and bodegas bring their food down here to the church. Phew, cold enough in the basement this time of year. It's basically 400 square feet of cold storage. And they put you in charge of it. We're all in charge of it. So what's your angle? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ren, Ren. I get it. You have a right to be suspicious of me, but I really am trying to do something good here. I was hoping I'd be able to prove that to you eventually. Well, if that's true, then I'm happy for you. But, um, we're not planning on staying here long. Where are you gonna go? West. I heard Texas may have power. That's a lot of miles for a hunch. You know you're welcome to stay as long as you want. <laughs> oh, my God. Just... What's so funny? Ah, oh, okay, like, I am trying really hard to be civil, but come on. Sweet pea, call me grandpa. Like, what did you think? That I'd come home, pretend everything's all right, and we'd all just play house with you? Why on earth would I trust you? You shouldn't. I just wanted a chance to try and earn it. Come on. At least let me give you the tour. Place has changed a lot since you were here last. Hey, Lana? Lana, you awake? Your dad told me to get you up. There's um, breakfast down there. Lana. Lana. <laughs> <laughs> Carter. Wait, wait, Lana, are you okay? I don't think so. Hey, let me go get somebody. I think you overpacked, Britta. I haven't the slightest idea how long we'll be gone, Emerson. You forgot to ask them, remember? Yeah, well, I wouldn't say forgot. We were in a bit of a hurry, kitten. Well, only because you let our guests leave early. And with our boat. Emerson! Ahoy, mate. Henry! I didn't know you'd be picking us up. Permission to come aboard? Permission granted, sailor. 
Hey, loosen that cleat on your way, though, eh? Oh, uh, aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> Hi, Henry. Where's Cressida? Inside making screwdrivers. Should I double the order? Oh, yes, please. I know I could use a drink after all this. <laughs> Indeed. Emerson, toss that rope here. Thank you for getting us, Henry. It's been a weird 24 hours. Uh, we folks need to stick together. With the power go the people. With the power go the people. So, uh... What happened, anyhow? <laughs> I, I don't want to bore well, you. Tell me. I insist. Well, we had two guests show up. Just needed to get rid of them before we... And did you get rid of them? Yes. Of course. Hmm. Well, good on you. <sighs> so, so where sh should we put our... Because uh... what I heard was that you let two teenagers manipulate you into giving up our mission, giving up your boat, and letting them escape the island scot-free. Don't lie to me. It's unbecoming of a sailor. He already knows, Emerson. Might as well come clean. You told him? Of course I did. You betrayed me. And you chose two snot-nosed teenagers over me and our security. Pot and kettle, love. You put our operation at risk. We have no idea what those kids know. They're not a threat. I swear. The group has made a decision. No. No, you can't. The Rook guaranteed my safety. Well, I don't answer to middle management! Things have changed, son. Pawns and Rooks and Knights, we're done with them. We're building our own chessboard. And there's no peace for you. Don't fight. You'll only embarrass yourself. Damn it! Bring them more rope! More rope! Let go, Emerson. You're not strong enough for this world. With the power, go the people. that drink. So, food and water's at the church. Hot showers at the building on Chestnut, rationed every other day so we can keep the water heater running. And what about heating the apartments? It'll be cold soon. Oh, you remember Ronnie from down the street? He started working for Petro Local, so... He went over to their headquarters by the car wash, and they agreed to share their supply with us. Just like that? 
for free? Well, they can all come and get what they need from us when they need it. All we ask is that everyone puts in their hours helping out each week. Lots of jobs need doing these days. So people are out there basically eating each other alive, and you've made a hippie commune here. <laughs> Something like that. But we had to take care of ourselves forever in this neighborhood. Power going out doesn't change that. That's good. I'm happy for you. M Mrs. Foster. Carter? Something's wrong with Lana. Okay, everybody. Settle down. After last night's events, I want our energy focused on recovering the detainees who escaped. Captain Pelham, with all due respect, why? That family's gone. Is that still our problem? <laughs> he just wants his girlfriend back, is what it is. Your badge say Captain on it? Sir? Answer the question. Does it say Captain on your badge? Uh, no. No, it doesn't! And until it does, you remain beneath me and you do what I say! Now this is still our city. And we don't let criminals run free. Bring those people back to me. If it's the last thing you do. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts. <coughs> what happened? I don't know. She was like this when she woke up. I really don't feel good, Mom. Let me feel your forehead. She's burning up. What else hurts, sweetie? My throat. Let me see. Open up. Red. How long have you had this sore throat? I don't know. A couple days. She was coughing yesterday. Jesus, why didn't you say anything? I didn't know. I'm sorry. Lana, lift up your shirt, sweetie. What? No. Lana, please. Fine. Are those spots? What is it? Nothing, sweetheart. You're fine. It's just a little bug. You rest. Everybody out. I don't want anyone else catching it, too. Go. Come on. This is not good. What is it? She has strep throat, but has turned into scarlet fever. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 what do you mean, oh my god? That's not a big deal, right? Not normally, but with her asthma, the bacteria can drip to her lungs, too, and turn into pneumonia. It happened when she was a girl. We almost lost her. <sighs> she needs antibiotics and an inhaler, now. What's the medicine called? Where are you going? I, I got a guy who can get us what we need. Just tell me what it is. I'm going with you. Rand, no, it's not safe. She's my daughter, and I'm not letting you go alone. <sighs> okay, come on. Danny? Go. I got her. What if they can't find her medicine? She could die. Lana's gonna be alright, Ren. I'll make sure of it. You remember going to that park over there after school? Sure do. Better than daycare. 
Man, I took you there every day. <laughs> Had to drag you off that slide. <laughs> no street lights, you didn't care. You would have slid all night. It was Mom who took me there. Nah, nah, it was me. Your mama had the afternoon shift at the library. I remember. Mom took me, not you. I think you're remembering wrong. It was Mom. Look, I don't know what this is, you inserting yourself into my childhood, but you weren't there. You were never there, for any of it. So just stop. Why do you keep doing this to me? Keep doing what? You insist on punishing me. I mean, if that's what you need to do, that's okay. I know I failed you a lot as a father, but... Why didn't you want me? What? You had every chance to stop doing what you were doing. Running scams, getting arrested, but you didn't. You'd rather go to jail than stay with me, and yeah, I want to know why. <laughs> That's what I thought. Who is this pharmacist anyway? What do you mean? Where'd he go to school? Mass College, Pouvet, Clark? Nah, it's not one of those. Out of state? He's not a pharmacist, is he? Look, Chewie didn't go to school, but he knows medication. So he's a drug dealer? Uh, technically, but he... Jesus, Dad, I... He doesn't sling dope. He sells medication, insulin, blood pressure meds. The stuff companies charge an arm and a leg for, he gets on the cheap for us. It's all good. No, it's not all good, Dad. This is my daughter, and I don't feel comfortable putting her life in the hands of a criminal. <sighs> Are you talking about him or me? Because it feels like this has nothing to do with Lana or Chewie and, and everything to do with you being pissed off at you me. You know what? I have a right to be pissed. But you don't have a right to let that hurt your daughter. And you're the expert on not hurting daughters, aren't you? Mom... Tyler, what are you doing here? I'm coming with you. Absolutely not. It's too dangerous. But not too dangerous for you. Listen to your mama, Tyler. No. No, no, someone's <sighs> got to make sure you guys don't screw this up by fighting with each other. And besides, we're too far now. Maybe I won't remember the way back. <sighs> you stay exactly and precisely where I can see you, or I swear. Great, got it, let's go. Well, <laughs> He's definitely your son. Waiting on you guys now. Shh. Just rest, Peanut. Daddy's here. I remember the day we took you home from the hospital. You know they wouldn't let us see you at first? You, you had a bad heartbeat. And they had to rush you out. They wouldn't even let mom hold you. We didn't sleep for three days. Couldn't even see your face through all the wires and tubes in the incubator. I was terrified. I thought I was going to lose you. <coughs> then they brought you in, and I held you in my arms for the first time. And you looked up at me with these big, beautiful eyes. My whole life changed. I mean, you changed me. That's why I can't lose you now. Well, you and Tyler, I don't know who I'll be. Carter, didn't hear you there. How is she? Sleeping. 
a little out of it. Fever's still high. What you got there? Tea? <laughs> yeah, uh, yarrow flower. Growing some next door, my mom made it when I was sick. The heat and the flower help you sweat and lower your body temperature. Your mom no medicine? She was a registered nurse for 25 years before she died. Sorry. Was it recent? Cancer, about a year ago. Man, she was, um, she was the best. You all would have liked her. Who's taking care of you now? You're looking at him. Never really had a dad to speak of. It's okay, I don't feel bad. She taught me well before she went. <laughs> what is it? My dad skipped town, single mom. You seem to turn out okay. I, uh... I, well, I, I turned out like me. It's funny. I mean, I just met your daughter. But from what I've seen, she's smart and brave and strong and good. Well, mostly good. I mean, I mean, people don't get that way without help. Thanks. But I've screwed up more than my fair share. I think you can screw up a lot. You just gotta show up. I'm gonna go find a mug for that tea. Where are we with that fuel truck? Gonna take a couple days, Captain. Bridge is out, and we gotta find a way to get it here. Over. Oh, Jesus. Can we fast track a solution, please? We're low on heating oil. Over. <sighs> Captain Pelham, we found the truck. What truck? The, uh, the Foster's truck. Where are they? We found the truck, sir. Abandoned in Charlestown. They went north, but with the Tobin Bridge out, it's hard to know where. So it's another dead end. That's what you came here to tell me? I, I'm sorry, sir. Just get out! Get out! How much farther is this place? I did not bring the right shoes. Well, you're the one who decided to come, remember? Focus up. We're here. Why are the windows boarded up? It's fine. It looks haunted. It's the best we've got. Now listen. This guy, Chewy, he's skittish. He knows me, but he doesn't know you. Is, is he dangerous or something? He's sensitive. So, Ren, you gotta let me handle this. Please? Sensitive like a flower or, or like a landmine? Fine. You handle Ignoring it. My question doesn't make me feel any better. Chewy! You hear, man? In the back! You guys go ahead. I'm gonna hang back, like Grandpa said. I promise I won't touch anything. Fine. Stay right here. Maybe just a couple pills for the road. What is that banging? Chewy, my man. How's things? Somebody tried to break in last night. I mean, spent all night and this morning closing up all the doors and windows. Only a handful of people know I'm here. You tell anyone about me? What? Come on, no way, man. You know me. That's not how I work. Well, who's this then? I mean, somebody else you didn't tell about me? She's my daughter. It's okay. I tell you when it's okay. You got it, Chewie. 
Dad, this kid is like 19. This kid is 21 and he's got ears. Ren, stop. I'm sorry, I just find it hard to believe that someone as young as you can be an effective pharmacist. I've apprenticed here five days a week since my senior year of high school. Was about to start my degree too, till the lights went out. I can make every medication in here on my own. Ren, he's the only person who's willing to help this whole neighborhood. He doesn't like being patronized. Sorry, Chewy. So what do you want? My granddaughter's sick. Can you be more specific? Well, she's got it. We think she has... She has scarlet fever. She's asthmatic and it's going to spread to her lungs if we don't get some antibiotics right now. So can you please stop banging that stupid hammer and help us? That's the attitude you take with people you need something from? She's sorry, Chewie. I was talking to her. I'm sorry. My daughter's very sick. I just want to get back to her. I asked because your dad here? He might be dumb, but he knows how to treat people with respect. He's not dumb. Sure. And you're not a shrill hag. I'm not your one lifeline, and it's opposite day. Don't talk to her that way. Or what? What are you gonna do? You disrespect my daughter, I'll beat you within an inch of your life. Understand me, son? <laughs> get out. Wait, what? I said get out. I don't do business with people I don't like. But my daughter needs medicine. You should have thought of that. Come on, Chewie. Let's start over. And you can forget about your neighborhood, okay? Plenty of other people want what I got bad enough to show a little respect. You can't do this. You want to bet? Let's go. No, we can't. Now. Tyler, we're leaving. Whoa, okay. You guys scared me. I was just here and not touching anything. You, um, did you guys get what you needed? No. What? Dad, I'm sorry, but we have to go back there. We can't just leave. I No. You won't go back there. I will figure something out. No, she's my daughter. And now she's part of my neighborhood. Hundreds of people that I'm responsible for. If I don't go fix this, it's more than Lana that's going to die. I'm sorry. Me too. How is she? We need your father to get back. I'm so sorry, Danny. You love your kids. You did what you thought was right. You can't fault yourself for that. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think sometimes you decide who a person is and they stay that way in your head forever. And that makes it hard for you to trust anyone or anything that doesn't fit what you decided reality already is. I don't want it to be too late. Dad? Three week-long rounds of amoxicillin. Atlanta takes one every eight hours, with or without food. If she's not feeling better in a couple of days, we can go back for something stronger, but Chewie promised this will work. He threw in a couple of inhalers, too, for asthma. Thank you. Thank you, Kellen. Don't just sit there. Go give your daughter her medicine. Right, right. I'll give you guys a minute. How'd you do it? I made a new deal with them. Got the neighborhood back on track, too. Was it costly? Yes. God. I'm so sorry, Dad. I want to show you something. A shoebox? Open it. 
Dad, what is all this? That's the coupon book you made me in first grade as a Father's Day present. I redeemed all the hugs, but there's still a few breakfasts and beds in there. That's the playbill from when you were Wendy and Peter Pan, fifth grade. I have a tape in there, too. That's your corsage from homecoming sophomore year. That's your summa cum laude chords from high school graduation. You weren't at my graduation. Nah, I wasn't. I was in wild pole scratching off days on my cell wall. I had your mother send me those along with the pictures. I wasn't there for you all the time, Ren. But when I was there, I was there all the way. I don't know what to say. You don't have to say anything. I made bad choices my whole life. I own that. But I had bad choices. It was either I found money to feed you or you went hungry. I pulled a job or I let you miss Christmas. And every time I went away, I told myself that as much as I hated losing time with you, it was worth it to know you had what you needed. I didn't realize that you were losing something too. And I'm truly sorry. But I wanted you, Ren. Please, don't ever think that I didn't. I just wanted you to know that. Thank you. No problem. Hey, hey, is Tyler around? Uh, uh, he's in his room. Why? Just want to get to know my grandson. Just a sec. Come in. Hey, Jeepa. Yeah, I like that. Jeepa. How long you been taking those pills for? What are you talking about? Sure you found some pills missing. Then I remembered how eager you were to hang back in the store and I put two and two together. How long? Uh, it's very important that you tell me the truth right now. A couple months. Your parents know? No. Hmm. Why are you taking them? Uh, I have these episodes. I, I can't see. I can't breathe. I feel like I'm having a heart attack. And sometimes I'm sure that I am. Panic attacks. I get them too. You do? For as long as I can remember. I'm going to help you with this. All right? We're going to figure it out. Are you going to tell my mom? You stop taking them right now. I don't see why I have to. Take it from me, son. You want help. You gotta ask for it. Base to outbound units. Can I get a status report on our runaways? Guessing that's a no. At the last barrel. Who is this? This is an official police channel. That's not important. 
What is important is that I am someone with whom your interests have become aligned. Identify yourself right now. You're looking for Lynn Foster. Don't worry, this is a private channel. No one can hear us. I know who she is, and I can tell you her price. Tell me more. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Be careful with that needle, kid. I know what I'm doing, old man. Now stop complaining. Uh, you really can't find a better place to do this than your apartment? What's wrong with my apartment? You try inserting an IV into someone's arm on this filthy couch, and then ask me that question. Oh, oh. I don't want anybody to see me. No need to scare people. <laughs> How many more of these we have to do anyway? Chemo, Kellen. As many as it takes until the cancer's gone. Uh, I appreciate you helping me out. I'll say the same thing I say every time. You don't need to appreciate it, you just need to get better. Uh, did she say anything after I left? No. Give her time, Kill. I give her all I have. you're listening, if anyone's listening, I'm having trouble with the wow and the thanks part again, but maybe I could get some help. Blackout stars Rami Malek as Simon and Asia Naomi King as Rem, with Chloe Brooks as Carla, Samantha Rose Cardenas as Lana, Christopher Backus as Danny, Denny McAuliffe as Tyler, Coleman Domingo as Kellen, Spence Moore II as Carter, Ryan O'Nan as Emerson, Molly Burnett as Britta, John Carroll Lynch as Henry, Ray Stoney as Lance, Andre Royo as Julian, Sam Duffy as Officer and Reuben, Glenn Eric Baggerly as Lieutenant, Michael Mansoor as Choi. Created by Scott Conroy. Written by Jeremy Novick. Directed by Stephanie Abel Horowitz and Jeremy Novick. Executive produced by Rami Malek, Scott Conroy, Brian Cavanaugh-Jones, Rob Herding, David Henning, and Fred Berger. Co-executive producers Tara Roy and Fiona Smith. Produced by Tess Ryan, Alexa Gabriel Ramirez, and Jack Friedman. Co-producer Michelle Zarati. Original music and score by Jasper Van Dyke for Salt. 
Q-Code Head of Music, Darren Johnson. Audio Engineering by Ryan Walsh and Neely Oftering. Assistant Editing by Beatrice Neronia. Sound Design by Ryan Sullivan. Sound Design Consulting by Matt Yoakum. Additional Sound Effects Editing by Matt Sobel. Mixed by Matt Yoakum. Casting Director, Andrea Bunker. Assistant Director, Liz T. Miles. Script Supervisor, Omar Baraona. Production Coordinators, Brandon Wisner and Bree Doring. Post Coordinator, Rachel Ganover. Production Legal, Christina Bulbrook and Lindsay Keel. Production Accounting, Pin Chun Liu. Production Assistants, Nathan Yan and Jerry Hu. Stock Media provided by Pond5. Blackout is a Q-Code and Endeavor content production. Blackout is presented by Sonos. Experience powerful sound made easy at Sonos.com before the power goes out. Everyone needs a break from the real world. That's why we played games as kids, and that's why we should play games as adults. I'm Troy Lavalley. And I'm Joe O'Brien. And back in 2015, we started a podcast called The Glass Cannon Podcast, a show made up of comedians and actors playing a fantasy role-playing game. And now is the perfect time to start listening because we just started a brand new story. It's basically Lord of the Rings meets Game of Thrones meets X-Files. Search for The Glass Cannon Podcast on your podcast app of choice. Hey, life is hard, so come play pretend with us. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.